0: to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm your co-host, Julie Graham, and at the time of this recording, I am soaking up all of the cold air in the mountains (laughs) here with Dan and Darlene. I just love it. You do, yeah. You run in it. I know. I I actually, we stayed up too late last night chatting and eating. Thank you for that. Um, But so when I woke up, I thought, uh, maybe I'll just skip my run. And then I saw that it was 40 degrees out. And I said, no, Florida girls don't skip being outside when it's 40.
1: I have to enjoy it. And you did. I don't know that running's enjoying it in my (laughs) book, but you did. Yeah. But I do know that when this particular episode goes live, we're going to be back in Florida, Julie, and it's December. And it's probably still 85 degrees and outside. And it is. And we have our Christmas lights on the palm trees. We can actually decorate outside in our shorts. So I'm darling Brock. Sweet. I would have already decorated by now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, Dar.
0: I'm excited for this conversation today because this topic is actually something that you and I talk about in real life all the time. We do. It's what we sit over your 15 cups of coffee. <laughs> really, it's one of the main reasons behind why we started the Grit and Grace Project on magazine. And one of the topics we really try to write about most often, and that's what really defines women and what are the misconceptions about what makes a
1: woman and then what makes a strong woman? Absolutely. And I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there that we like to address. One of them is, you know, what we do. Women do all kinds of things. We may Mm -hmm. be stay-at-home moms. We may have careers outside the home. We may, you know, we do a lot of things. And people go, that's who you are. You are a stay-at-home mother. Or you are a career-driven woman. Mm. Or you are fill-in-the-blank. And we say, no, that's what we do. That's not who we are. We're not defined by what we do. Instead, we embrace the fact that we get
0: to experience a lot of different roles and seasons as women. I mean, I think that's one of the things that is so unique to our gender. We go through so many different seasons, life experiences. We may be a mom and we may never have children. We may marry. We may be divorced. We may never marry. We may travel the world for our career, or we may build a business out of our home as a mom. And all of those are part of who we are, but not one of those singly
1: by itself defines us. Yeah. And I think, Julie, one thing that we're that's really important to us is that we encourage women to make choices choices. Now, some of our choices are dictated to us because of the circumstances we find ourselves in, but in the midst of them, we can make choices. And, you know, I think that's a privilege of our gender with our families, with, you know, what what kind of things we want to do, whether we are drawn to the arts, whether we are drawn to, you know, domestic things, cooking. I'm not a I'm not bad. I can throw together a meal, but you know, (laughs) Megan Dawson who writes at the Grit and Grace Project, she could throw together some killer food. No, we need to just get her to come cook for us, actually. We do, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) we yeah, really. We have choices to Mm -hmm. follow whatever our interests are.
0: Yeah, and we gotta be careful as women to not let these misconceptions about our gender color our own view of ourself or our own view of the other women in our life. And instead we embrace the uniqueness of our gender and then the
1: uniqueness of each of us as individual women. Absolutely. So I think that's one of the key things is to encourage one another. So if you're working outside of the home, you say, go stay at home mom. If you're a stay at home mom you, go, you say, go working mom. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that we need to realize that It doesn't define who we are. It's just part of who we are. It's just part of it. Yeah. The more we
0: can stand for one another as women, the stronger and the better we look as a gender, right? Because one of the other misconceptions of the female clan is that we are judgmental of each other. We're catty and it's because we can get that way, but we (laughs) want to be grit and grace women who aren't that way.
1: No, we can earn that one sometimes. Don't, you know, all of us can earn that a little bit tacky to another woman. So, you know, but, but our goal is to not be
0: that. I think that's why recently we actually put out a challenge on our social media to join with us, to commit to not be that one on social media, who's instantly judging everyone else in your newsfeed. I mean, come on. Hello. We all know that nobody's newsfeed is 100% real all the time. (laughs) So when we get all worked up over somebody posting something that we're either jealous or insecure about. And so we start judging them. We're the ones who look silly. So I'm actually going to put that, um, that social media challenge into our show notes. If you haven't joined the pledge and said, I'm not going to be the judger. And I'm also not going to get bent out of shape next time I get judged on social media. We loved seeing all of our friends reposting that saying, that's right. I'm not going to be that way. Let's not be defined by, um, being catty judgmental women. What else do we not want to be defined as?
1: You know, life does uh, provide us, I guess I could say, opportunities, but challenges, too. Mm -hmm. It can be in our health. We might have a health problem. It could be in our relationships. You know, we're dating and it falls apart, or we're married and it falls apart, or we're single, or, you know, we have children, we don't have children, we're dealing with infertility, Mm -hmm. or, you know, looking toward adoption. And I think part of the things that we deal with in life that come our way, not because of our choosing, just because life does that, that doesn't define us either. Those Mm -hmm. things don't define who we are, what we do with them defines? Well, it's like what we
0: say about grit at the grit and grace project. You know, a lot of people say to us, what do you mean by grit? Um, and I love how we defined it is that our life challenges will not defeat or define us. Instead, we draw our strength from the challenges we've been given and overcome.
1: Yeah, and ladies, we are not saying if you're facing one of the bigger painful things, that doesn't mean that you gotta just always tough it up, Mm -hmm. that you always have to be the, look at me, I'm mastering it, I'm succeeding at this thing that Uh -uh. is life. Y'all don't have to do that. You can completely fall apart and you can know that um, it is tough. These things that you're facing are difficult. And you can feel really, really crummy about it, but ultimately it will shape you. It will help you become what you should become. And the end of the day, It's about what you do with it absolutely
0: the challenges we face they're actually part of growing and shaping us into the stronger women we want to be um i i know personally i wouldn't be who i am today if i wasn't given some of the challenges that i experienced throughout my life and i can honestly say that i'm grateful for them because it's been part of growing me moment by moment experience by experience
1: you know julie i think that's so true um a, a lot of people look at me and say I'm strong. A lot you of people. Well, <laughs> I look at you and think you're strong. Well, and it's funny because I I don't know that I do, but what I do know, whatever strength that I have, comes from a couple of difficult things in my life um, when I was growing up. I had a disease called myasthenia gravis. It was a mus- muscular disease that was debilitating. I've never heard of it. Is it rare? I mean, I'm, I've yeah. heard of it because you've told me about it, but is it a rare
0: disease? It, it's
1: a, somewhat rare. It is in the muscular dystrophy family. So if you ever watch the you know, MDA telethons, that was part of my life. Mm. Okay. Um, and growing up with that, I had to physically fight back. I had to do things that my body told me I was not capable of. And so it made me determined and strong. And then emotionally, you know, I had a challenging mom, one who didn't think all that highly of me growing up. That sounds horrible and I love her dearly, uh, but she really was challenging. She was a little bit angry at life Mm -hmm. and it seemed to be taken out on the females in her life and I was one. So that actually made me really strong because it made me wonder if my mom doesn't like me, do I like me? Mm. Do I think I'm okay? And at the end of the day, I went, you know what? I am. Yeah. You know, I know who I am and I'm growing in who I am. So I became strong. So I think these things that we find in our lives, these difficulties can do that for us. They can mold us into stronger more compassionate and understanding women. If you're hearing that and you're now
0: immediately brought back to your own childhood, (laughs) as these kinds of conversations do, um, you might be thinking, yeah, I experienced something similar or something completely unrelated and yet I know I struggled with my identity and my worth because of the way I was treated. I just wanna say, if you don't relate to what Darlene and I are saying, that made me stronger that can still change.
1: Absolutely.
0: You can be encouraged to no longer think about yourself the way you always have. You can, in this moment, even say, I'm not going to be defined anymore by the circumstances that made my life hard. Instead, today, I'm going to recognize that that was part of my journey and not who I am and walk in grit and grace and know that your real worth, your real identity is who you are and not what you've done or what has been done to you.
1: Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that the people who have broken your heart mm. or made you feel less than, it doesn't excuse them. Mm-mm. It doesn't change the circumstance. What it does is change your view absolutely of the circumstance and even of them because sometimes I think we find people who are that way toward us, really are hurting themselves.
0: Yep, you nailed that one. Their
1: hearts are broken, and instead of dealing with their broken heart, they become bitter or angry and take it out on others. So, you know, kind of changes your perspective and helps you. Absolutely. All right. I feel like we've gotten a little bit off track, but I kind of like it. Okay. We do that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay.
0: So we're saying that there are misconceptions about our gender, um, that we get caught up in defining ourselves in our roles or our life experiences, but there are also some common stereotypes that are misconceptions about women. So let's talk through some of those because I even think them about our gender sometimes, but I like being reminded that it's not true of all of us. And the first one is that all women are emotional. Do you find that this is a a big, you know, idea that's present in our culture.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Women are emotional. They cry a lot. And really we mean too emotional. Yeah. (laughs) And they yell a lot or they, you know, very dramatic Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes we can be Mm -hmm. emotional, but that doesn't mean we are always emotional or it drives everything we do. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, is we,
0: as women, we are often more in tune with our emotions, but that doesn't mean every woman is driven by her emotions. And it also doesn't mean that men can't be emotional. I mean, if I'm being real, I'm attracted to a man who's in touch with his
1: emotions. Oh yeah. Every time that anything comes on television about a dad daughter moment, whether it's a commercial or a moment in a program, I look over at my husband and there go the tears every single, every single time. And I don't cry over those. (laughs) You know (laughs) know what? I
0: actually feel like I've had a moment with Dan and talking about his girls. And then I'll say something about the fact that I didn't have a dad. And then all of a sudden we're both just sitting there all misty eyed and then we're like, okay, let's
1: move on. (laughs) Okay. That's not gender specific. Both the male and female in the room are tearful.
0: Exactly. But you know what? I think that's something that we should embrace about our femininity Mm -hmm. is that we do have the ability to be in touch with our emotions. It's a beautiful thing. It's a delicate thing. And it's also, a powerful thing. It is. And we get the opportunity to use our emotions to, um, to better ourselves and to better the people that we do life with. And so let's not reduce it to a bad thing that makes us oversensitive, but recognize that it's one of our greater strengths.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, another one that people say all the time, we love to shop. Well, I mean, I do love to shop. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I don't generally love to shop, but, you know, we are in the mountains right now. And when I'm in the mountains... You don't get mountain, out much in the mountains. I don't get out much. It there, takes a long time to does. get off of your mountains. It's 45 minutes to the nearest Walmart. so <laughs> And that's not it,
0: shopping. Come on. It's,
1: yeah, it's not. It's just getting what you need. So I went to the post office the other day where our mail is delivered and had like, like eight packages waiting for me because I just spent too much time on my computer at the top of the mountain ordering stuff. That's so,
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, I guess I like to shop online. I mean, I do know that a couple of those packages
0: were coming in from some of the shops that were featured on episode 66 our Christmas gift giving guide. So I'm I'm giving you a little bit of credit there that okay. they weren't all mindless online shopping. <laughs> some of them yeah. are those amazing shops that we already talked about, but yeah. I could I could see If I was here all the time, it being a little bit of a distraction to online shop. But yeah, all women aren't given to shopping. And you know what? There are men who love to shop.
1: Yeah. And besides, we need to shop. I mean, we have to buy groceries. (laughs) We have to buy, you know. I love this rationality that's (laughs) happening right now. (laughs) It's true. We have to shop (laughs) just to sustain life. So it's not a bad thing. Well, the next one actually is kind of a piggyback on that
0: is that we have this stereotype that no woman can handle a budget. Oh, you're good at that, actually, aren't you? Yeah,
1: Uh I've had to do it for companies and for personal life for years because my husband gets really nervous around numbers. <laughs> I feel like you've said that you've had conversation where you just say, honey, just don't look at the bank account yeah, I'll handle that. We're almost broke. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. This is an area where I personally can grow in, but you know, since my life has been flipped upside down, which I totally just wanted to go into Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just like sing that line. <laughs> you're welcome everyone for not doing that. Um, Love it. I have learned to rein it
1: in, you know, cause it's just me now. Um, but yeah, we can do it. We can so, do it. So yeah. don't just assume that we're bad with money. We can handle it. And, you know, if if we really are say we really can't, so honey, take this over then honey, take it over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no yeah. shame in that. You know, one thing, Julie, because we talk about being strong women or wanting to be strong women, one misconception if you say you're a strong woman is that you never melt down.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, not true.
1: Yeah, definitely Not not true. Not true. If we're strong, we have meltdowns as well. And you know what? It's okay. that's totally okay. I definitely have an experience
0: of this recently. It was the anniversary of my husband's unexpected passing and I had gotten through the weekend really well. I had distracted myself well <laughs> with food and fun, which are my two go-to's. Um, and the the very end of the actual anniversary day of his death, I was with um, two of my very best friends and you know and they kind of looked at me like, how you doing? you know I'm like, oh, I'm good. And then all of a sudden, it was like, uh-oh, there's water coming from my eyes. Maybe I'm not good, you know? And my, my one best friend started just kind of speaking encouragement to me. She just started saying a couple things about things that she knew that I struggled with in my marriage, um, which just let the floodgates come. <laughs> and then my other friend, who's also a widow, I mean, I think she just said, I know that you feel like you have to be strong all the time but you don't. And when she said that, it was like, "Uh uh-oh, then here it comes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And it just all came out, and it was good. Yeah. It was good to let it out.
1: Absolutely. And I think part of the reason that we're perceived as strong is because we're not going to just let it out for everyone. Mm -hmm. We're not going to trust our meltdowns for anybody in our life. We are going to find the people who understand yeah. who love us, who will embrace us in our meltdown in the way that we need it.
0: Yeah. I mean, ultimately that's wisdom, right? Choosing the people that are
1: safe and then allowing your guard down in order to be real with those people. Yeah. And I think we need to take advantage of that ladies. And we need to melt down occasionally mm-hmm. when we're in the middle of being strong, maybe not in the middle of target. Yeah, probably not. Or if you do... Save that for the toddler. Yeah, grab, go to the freezer section, grab a gallon of ice cream and head out the door. Whether you pay for it or not, just go. (laughs) No, 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 don't do that, ladies. Stop check out. (laughs) Hurry, hurry. (laughs) All right, here's a
0: big misconception of our gender. Um, And we have strong opinions on this one. We have strong opinions on everything. Who are we we kidding? That's why we started this show. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But it's believed that women think... Men are the enemy.
1: Oh, I'm so over this one. I am too. And you know, in all honesty, I hate that phrase. I can't believe <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> actually, actually, that's the other another one. You one, hate.
1: one that, <laughs> uh, yeah, is overly used and misused. It shouldn't be said. But nevertheless, I think some women act like they they think men are the enemy, and we're saying they're not. Yeah, they are absolutely not. Um, if anything, they're a great support and counterpart yeah. to us. Not absolutely. At all. Do you think there are women who act like it and don't
0: really believe it, but they think they have to, like totally still peer pressure situation? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's yeah. easy for us to fall into that. Yeah, you know, I think it's easy for men or women to fall into that. So absolutely. So okay, the one the one phrase that just is driving me crazy right now is don't mansplain it to me. Okay. Mansplain. Mansplain. Is that like where you? Sh- shave your arms or something? What is that? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not a new shaving cream for women. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is That's manscaping. That. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you What's go.
1: mansplaining? It's where a man is trying to explain to you how you as a woman should feel and act on a, di- on a specific subject. Oh, I don't love that. Well, you know, the reality is, um, we don't need to just say, don't mansplain it to us. You know, we need to also understand that occasionally we might need their perspective Mm -hmm. of something that we're dealing with. Now, no, they can't understand what a woman feels because they're not a woman. But neither can we understand what a man feels and we stay really busy telling them how they should think and feel, (laughs) don't we now? Guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or just begging them to tell me your feelings. Uh, Yes. I have none. I'm watching football.
0: All right. Yeah, that's true. That's that's definitely a thing that's happening these days. And we're saying let's value the difference of opinion and perspective, you know, delivery <laughs> between men and women and recognize that it's a good thing. And it's part of what can make relationships strong. We can be a stronger woman when we are willing to let the men in our lives be men. Yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> so... What yeah. we're saying is we, here, especially at the Grit and Grace Project, and obviously this Grit and Grace Life, is we do not believe men are the enemy. And we think we can stand out as true women of strength when we value the interdependence of our genders and say, we need men in our lives. They have things that we can't offer and vice versa. And the interdependence between us actually makes everyone
1: better. Yeah. So we're not those angry women. We are not. And we do think that we, they bring value to our lives, whether they're coworkers, Mm -hmm. whether we're in a relationship with them, whether they're friends, they bring value and perspective to us in the same way that we do to them. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so it's, we definitely want to disengage the lie that we don't like them. The next one is disengaging the lie that we don't need them.
1: Yeah. I mean, who's going to carry the groceries in? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking applications. Does somebody want to come and help me with my groceries?
0: I have to go up a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's what Match.com is for. But there's some creepy men up on there. But that's a conversation for another episode.
1: Oh, dar, that's entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but we do need them. We need them in our lives for a lot of things. So, you know, don't act like you don't. So, kind of wrapping up
0: this opinions between what what we think about men we definitely just want to reiterate the fact that we believe strongly that men and women are not the same we're just not the same. And it's a good thing, whether that's in physical strength, physical characteristics. Um, I mean, even biologically we're so different Mm -hmm. and that's a good thing. And emotionally we're so different and we just want to embrace those things. You actually wrote an article. This is my favorite part of the show where I remind you of what you've written, but you actually hopefully know which one I'm going to talk about.
1: Equal not identical. Yes. I actually remember that one. (laughs) That was one of the original
0: ones, um, where you talk about just the importance of the fact that our genders are different and that God made us that way on purpose. Absolutely. And then he actually says in Genesis, it's not good for a man to be alone. I'll make a helper. And so we're supposed to be interdependent in a healthy way with men on all different kinds of relationships in our lives. And that's part of being the kind of woman who stands apart and has that unique strength that we like to talk about is just really being comfortable with
1: connecting with men. Absolutely. Now here's another one that I think we need to touch on is that because you've seen one side of me doesn't mean you've seen all. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one thing about we ladies is we are so
0: multidimensional.
1: Yeah. And you, you know, I know, you know, the world knows Julie Graham's a diva, Mm -hmm. but I also know just 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 a a little bit, but I also know you're a whole lot more than that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you saying that because I definitely love, I love all the girly stuff. I love, you know, fashion and fitness and hair and makeup and all that. But I also, you know, I'm,
1: I'm kind of deep. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You, you, <laughs>
0: yes, fans. She is.
1: <laughs> She's very much. And so. I
0: love, I, I, I love that about myself. And, um, I hate it when I feel like somebody only sees me for the outside. And so let's not be the kind of women who do that to other women. And let's kind of embrace that multi-dimension that we all have. It's not just me. You are the very same way. I mean, you have this strong, um, successful, uh, aura about you. And yet, even though you say your husband is very emotional, I've seen you, you get very tender-hearted and passionate about the things that are important to you and you, nothing will stand in your way if you want to
1: protect someone that you love and believe in. Mm. And I've benefited from that. So mm, that's true. And I also lose my phone about four times a day, so <laughs> I'm a little bit incompetent. So. <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love that you actually put a Lucille Ball quote
0: here in this section on the idea that you you can't see one part of us and think you know us all. Lucille
1: Ball said, "I'm not funny. What I am is brave." Don't you love that? Because we only see her as this hysterically funny woman, but to do everything she did, she had to be mm-hmm. brave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So we started this talking about misconceptions and you know things people think we are. And we talk about being strong women. Well, you know, I think we want to kind of wrap up with where do we find our strength? Because to overcome all these misconceptions, we do have to be strong, right? We have to embrace the things that we know really are our inner strength. And
0: one of the things that you really inspire me about is the fact that to be a strong woman, we want to rely on healthy people in our lives, but we also have to find our own independence. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that we can grow in as a strong woman is really having confidence in
1: ourselves, which makes us able to have healthy relationships with other people. Absolutely. Independently dependent. Mm -hmm. I think that's the perfect scenario for all strong women. Real quick, if you haven't heard episode 47 yet, I highly recommend going back and listening to
0: Miss Independent. So that was a good one. I also just want to highlight one of your articles that is probably one of the most popular at the website, but again, unpacking a woman's beauty. And it's actually called True Beauty is Found in a Woman's Strength. So I'll be sure to put that one in the show notes. It's definitely a must read.
1: Yeah. And I think with that beauty, that doesn't mean that we are as strong women, that we are never weak or feel weak that Mm -hmm. we are never, you know, weary or distressed Mm -hmm. or just think, I just can't do this today. That's Mm -hmm. not true. That's part of our strength is facing those kind of things. And again, moving forward. Absolutely. You said
0: as strong women, it doesn't mean that we are going to crack under
1: pressure. Tell me what you mean by that. We're like diamonds, you know, Ooh, the I pressure like and the heat that mm. makes the diamond beautiful. Yes. You know, women, women actually can take a whole lot, a whole lot more than people give them credit for it. And again, that doesn't say we don't have our weak moments mm-hmm. or our weary times. We do, but you know, we don't crack under pressure. If we did, the house would fall apart. Our work would fall apart, mm. you know, our family, our relationships, but you know what? We don't. We, we hold up under pressure most of the time.
0: Well, that being said, I know you and I wanted to talk about this for sure to make sure that there's no confusion that when we sit and think about the strongest women that we know, oftentimes we recognize that the common thread is that they find their inner strength first and foremost in the God who made them.
1: Absolutely. Right? So yep.
0: often if you're thinking through who is it that I look to as the kind of woman I want to be, I bet that she has a close growing intimate relationship with God. And I know for me, that's what I love about you. That's the thing that draws us together and connects us most deeply is that we may be strong women. Sure. Um, but ultimately it's because we know where our strength comes from.
1: Well, and I think when you can step back and know that you have someone who is bigger in control of all circumstances, even if they feel out of control, and that you know that through whatever you walk through, that that love and faithfulness is constant. It's easy to go there for your strength. It's easy to trust someone who is completely faithful, and that's the God we serve.
0: I want to say hallelujah, amen, but let's wrap this puppy up. Okay. (laughs) Uh so we definitely know there are a lot of misconceptions about our gender but I think as we choose to walk as confident women independent yet dependent women believing the best about each other and about men in our lives we can clear some of these misconceptions up don't you think dar
1: absolutely and I think we start by believing in ourselves mm-hmm. I think the easiest, uh, simplest way to go, that's a misconception about me, is to know who you are mm-hmm. and what you're capable of and how you react
0: in life. Yeah, what you stand for individually as a person and then you know those things, those passions, then beliefs that you have, identifying them and then leaning into them and walking in them with confidence knowing that you matter and you can make a difference when you really
1: have that inner grit <laughs> that inner grace of knowing who you are yeah and i think you have two things that you have to do in situations where you realize someone is misunderstanding or their or the their concept of you is wrong is that you either talk it out hmm when you think there needs to be a discussion. So and we understand to correct somebody's thought yeah, or opinion. Absolutely. Or sometimes you yeah, just ignore them.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so
1: true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's
0: harder to do.
1: Sometimes it is. I, I
0: really want to stand up for myself, but sometimes the strong thing to do is just to know it's not even worth my time because I know who I am and it's okay that they don't right. For sure. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, Dar, Hey, thanks for being a strong woman in my life. Oh, thanks for being a strong one in mine. Well, aren't we cute? Um, I know. <laughs> um, if, if you enjoyed this episode, I actually really want to make sure you go back and listen to episode 38 because you actually were Googling things about a woman's strength and our episode, episode 38, came up in the Google results. Yeah, which the we funny things enjoyed. women
1: do, it's pretty hysterical. So,
0: funny things women say and what they really mean is episode 38. We're going to link to that in the show notes because. We talk a little bit more about, you know, how women tend to communicate, and that had a good mix of funny but also emotional <laughs>
1: things that we say and do as women. So Julie, strong woman, <laughs> why don't you uh, close us out with a quote today? I would be happy to. I think this is our second most
0: quoted person on the show. And this is by John Wooden. He says, be more concerned with your character than your reputation, because your character is what you really are, while your reputation is merely what others think you are. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcast, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org.
1: We'll catch you on the next one.